Yeah. Yeah. Yo, what up, what up? This is Say No More Podcast, and you back with Alan B. You know what I'm saying? We here with the second edition to the seventh episode. You know what I'm saying? We thank y'all for rocking with us. You know what I'm saying? But we had to start breaking them up a little bit, you know, to catch catch back up with, you know, dropping them weekly and all of that. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? Enough behind the scenes talking and all of that. B, what's good with you, sir? How you? Chilling, man. Chilling, man. Ready to get popping. That's what it is, man. All right, cool. We back here to discuss some topics, you know what I'm saying, and a couple things. And, uh, shoot, what you want to start off with off the bat? Yeah, we got to go with um, Monique, you know Monique. what I'm saying? Monique, now, Monique, Monique. Before we talk about her, um, Chance the Rapper said he's down with the Monique movement and that he, he supports you know, I I, I want to say what is she saying as far as black women deserving more. Mm-hmm. But do you feel like this is a race issue, or do you think this is a issue that um, more towards this actual artist or comedian themselves? Like, do you feel like there's any racial undertones, or do you think this is isolated to? Monique herself, like, do you, or how do you feel about that? As far as just the racial part of it, like black women. As far as the race, I mean, because I mean, if everybody should be familiar with the story at this point, because that's been the main thing in which keeps Monique in the headlines right now is the fact that she's having these issues with Netflix because of them offering her up five hundred thousand dollars as opposed to. Chris Rock, Chappelle, and then Amy Schumer. Those are the three names that she's been speaking of. And pretty much if you get in the way or if you disagree within which the way that Monique is going about this, you are against her. You are against black women. You are against the movement. You are against you. You're part of the problem. And. What hurts me about this particular thing is that this is happening during Black History Month. You know what I'm saying? It's bad enough we only get a month, you know what I'm saying, to sit up here and celebrate. How you celebrate that is up to you. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's celebrated at all times when the culture is at the forefront. But at this point, you know, to answer the question, I don't feel it's any of them things. I don't feel like it's a racial thing. I don't feel like it's a agenda thing you know what i'm saying um if if anybody has not seen it there's one of the best interviews that you're gonna get where there's gonna be you know and there's no disrespect to anybody that's done other interviews but one of the people that we talked about is charlamagne shout out to him salute to him um definitely one of the realest voices that you're gonna hear on radio right now or any other platform, you know, he also has his podcast, which I listen to a lot, The Brilliant Idiots, him and Andrew Schultz, uh, they do great things over there with loudspeakers and all of that. Um, basically, they had an interview at The Breakfast Club, which is one of the top shows, period, you know what I'm saying? So, and it's a great platform to get you out there, you know what I'm saying? They do a lot of views, they got a lot of subscribers on YouTube, especially their YouTube followership. Um so Monique comes on the show and wants to tell her side of the story, but not really. 
she really came on the show to get at Charlemagne about giving her donkey of the day and wanted to know why she was giving donkey of the day. And that seemed like that was her agenda. She only, not only did Monique come to the show, but she had her husband call in on the phone with her. So it was like her and her husband, I think his name is Sydney. She called him daddy like 20 times throughout the interview. That was cringe. <laughs> like straight up and down. Like you just, you just got to imagine somebody sitting down in front of you. Because usually, you know, I could kind of do a word for Yo, this is DJ Envy, Angelique, Charlemagne the God. They sitting up here doing anything as normal. We are the Breakfast Club and we got a special guest in the building. And they say, Monique. Nowhere in that whole introduction did they say her husband. The time that her husband pops in, they ask her a question. And she was like, I'm going to let you answer that, daddy. And then a picture comes up on the screen with him, his name. And the Breakfast Club. And I'm like, yo, where did this nigga come from? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just crazy because they never really do interviews like that. But I don't know if if that was like a stipulation. Like, if I'm coming, then he got to be able to speak. And it would have been great if he would have been there to, you know, face man, man to man, you know, ask the questions that you want to ask or whatever. But he was on the phone. And, you know, he reading stuff and emails that he had look man all of that is all well and good Monique was offered 500,000 after Netflix was gonna pay 300 something thousand for the whole setup so the total was like 800 something thousand I'm not sitting up here to trying to count in the white pockets but yo this podcast is free right now. You know what I'm saying? This is our own free time, our free will. With it, and It's always going to be like that. You ain't going to sit up here and do a podcast to be a millionaire or anything like that. It's a platform for you to, you know, for us to speak our minds and things that we got on our chest. We want to get it off this, that, and third. And uh, we, we're passionate about something that we do. So we're not worrying about the dollars. You know what I'm saying? So, but I could use five hundred thousand dollars right now. So if you want me to I tell some jokes, jokes to five thousand dollars, <laughs> you feel me? Like, Listen, man, you could hook me up with the black toe Jordans. <laughs> Excuse me, you hook me up with the black toe Jordans. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, a subscription to YouTube TV. You know what I mean? I'll do. I'll do some jokes, man. Like, come on, five hundred thousand. And look, the biggest thing that she's sitting up here saying is that fact that she's a legend. One thing that Charlemagne pointed out, or Lenard, as she wanted to call him, which is his government. Lenard. You know what I mean? Over and over and you over know, that again. Was, that was wild disrespectful. Wild dis- that, that was like Curtis. That was like, Curtis, what happened to the mob, Curtis? You know what I'm saying? The whole <laughs> Cameron uh, 50 Cent joint. Yo, it's, it's like this, man. You had the opportunity to do something. They was going to pay you a certain amount of money. The facts are that Amy Schumer had the hit movie. She wanted to break down what the numbers were that came back from Amy Schumer's movie versus Almost Christmas. Amy Schumer was the star of that movie. You were not the star of Almost Christmas. Guaranteed, a lot of younger kids that's on Instagram, this, that, and the third. DC Young Fly, who was one of the funniest young and -and up-and-coming dudes that I've been watching and paying attention to for a long time. He was in that movie as well. So I, when I seen the trailer for that joint, I was like, oh, snap, look at DC Young Fly in the movie. I didn't say, oh, snap, let me see Monique, who 
You know what I mean? Like, I'm not looking at it like that. She brought up the fact that she got the joint from Precious. That, um, you know what I'm saying? That she uh, got an Academy Award and she's the most decorated comedian alive in the standard third. Yo, if anybody knows what Precious is, that's like basically the the equivalent to Denzel winning his Oscar in training day. He didn't but get it, it for wasn't even a comedy though. And that's what I'm saying. You that's know what I'm saying? The, that's the main thing and also like Jalen Rose always say you never get what you he always says this, you never get paid what you deserve. You only get paid what you have the leverage to negotiate. So if she if she's like, you know what, Netflix, I got HBO, I got Showtime you know, here they offer, can you do better? Then I would say, yes, you know, they probably will get into like a bidding war. Mm-hmm. But if, if that's your number, that's your number. I mean, there's no, there's no one that can say I'm this, I'm that. It's just like Kobe Bryant, you know, you ain't going to pay Kobe Bryant $150 million right now. It's just not going to happen. It's like, it's, 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 this is your number, and, and, and that's the harsh reality whether – it's your it's your career. This is where you're at in your career, and until we until we know better, this is what it is. It's, I don't think it's a it's a disrespect because if she was legendary as she's saying, mm-hmm. then you would get the twenty million that Chris and Dave got, and that goes back to the point of of the race part. They paid two black men forty million dollars to tell some jokes. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And and the slave master head would have been spinning if he if he had a crystal ball and he knew the <laughs> niggas was getting paid forty million dollars to tell some jokes, like this nigga would have turned the boat around. You know what yo. I'm saying? Would have been back to the motherland. Yo, dead ass, yo, like Yeah, I'm just saying like so when she so she's trying to she's really trying to pull all these other things out the air that have nothing to do with her personally or uh, it's just basically it just boils down to this is your number this is what we show you worth you take it or leave it it's, just, it's not something she has to do or or even disclose to anyone because that's bad business on top of that if you're sitting out if you're showing people emails or discussing your your business exactly. that i'm sure is in public because this is this is a negotiation so i really think that would hurt her in the future if, if someone else is going to be like, well, if we don't give her a good deal, we don't get, because at the end of the day, it's not, I wouldn't say it's negative publicity on Netflix, but it's someone that's continuing to tell people to cancel their subscriptions, which we're not giving up our subscriptions for anybody, <laughs> like, let alone come on, her. Man. Like in this day you know and age, I don't, like, I don't even got cable, know, like, B. Like come yeah, on, as son. much as <laughs> as much as cable is, like everybody cutting the cord, everyone's streaming, and and Netflix is affordable, you know, for for common regular families. If a lot of people, that's their main setup for entertainment, and you're telling hardworking families that you turning down five hundred thousand dollars to tell some fucking joke for an hour. That's more like a slap in the face to the black community because you you know there's hardworking black people that have to hear someone that sounds entitled. If you have, that's the thing. That means you have enough money in your account to say, I don't want that. Like, you don't, you obviously probably don't need it or it's not going to hurt you if you turn it down. So a lot of people, not even, 
in America, but in the world would love the opportunity to turn down 500,000 for telling some jokes because it's not like they're, you know, where they're, she's going to be in some movie where it makes her look crazy or, you know, something. She took 50,000 just to know, do precious. There's women, there's women that had to get naked in films Yo. that probably didn't want to do it. Just like Salma Hayek. If you if you look at um, the one she won her big award in, like she was pretty much told she's got to get naked in this film. Halle Berry, and, yeah, Halle Berry, Monsters Ball, like they, the one. I mean, Denzel they, had I'm, to be I'm crooked pretty, before he took it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's kind of like so. It's not like someone was telling her you got to you know do some crazy shit in a movie, and this is this is what we gonna pay you. They telling you. This is what you do. You're a comedian. Here's your chance to tell jokes. You can say anything you want. If you want to diss whoever, we're not telling you you can't. So you can say whatever you want. Here's your ultimate platform. You can straight black out. Can, yeah, and you can do what. I mean, you got the chance to just eat there anybody you want. And you can make this your, 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 your magnus opus. is just your best thing you've ever done. This could literally change your fortunes because if, if this is a home run and they're like, damn, Monique, she's in her bag, you know what I'm saying? She's funny. This could bring you more film roles that you probably weren't going to get. This would actually change. This, this is like life-changing thing. It's kind of like you've got a chance to reimagine and redo your career, and she's not looking at it in that aspect because... Obviously, everyone wants to feel that they're worth more, and mm-hmm. and that's and I, I won't take that from anybody because, you know, people do work hard. She 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 has worked for a long time. I, I will never tell her or take that away from her. But at the end of the day, we all gotta humble ourselves and 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 just be truthful. Like, hey, this is what they're giving me. Uh, I, you know, maybe this is what I'm worth, or if I am worth more, I'm gonna damn sure show it. And she had the opportunity to do it, and now, the, and the worst part is she's going around all these. That's the thing with interviews. And if you're a comedian, I want to, I want to laugh at, I wanna, like, I want to be, I want to be dying laughing in all your, in all these interviews instead of these negative interviews where she's asking the, the interviewer the question like Sway exactly. or or Charlamagne. It's like you're coming to an interview That's with a good questions. Point. You don't, point. you don't ever, you don't ever do that. That's like telling Sway, I want to hear you rap. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. What I mean? Like <laughs> you up here on my show, you need to rap. Like you don't tell me I got to rap. So don't use my platform to to put me. Because I, I remember Sway was in. He was looking kind of like, damn, like you putting me in a in a position where I don't, I have to like nod my head or just try to agree. When he's like, I'm here to interview you. And and she should just be telling jokes and, and being funny and like damn you know what she is funny because if I'm a comedian like if you if you hear any of the comedians that do interviews they do sprinkle in some jokes in there at least try I would hope so instead of you know like Faze on Love he was kind of shitting on Chappelle yeah you know yeah, and that was a whole it. headline like come on I I have a I have an issue with a lot of comedians. Um, kind of shitting on like at, what is it, like kind of like Chris Tucker or Kevin Hart or even Chappelle. This is the thing with with um, 
when you become an actor and a comedian in Hollywood, you have to fit a certain role. Mm-hmm. So if you look at Phase on Love and, and um, what was that money? What was this? Chris Tucker and um, what money, it? Talks. money Money Talk. Okay. His role in that shit was funny because Chris Tucker was in jail and he was like, oh, you know, he was next to him. Like, <laughs> like hey, where your shirt at? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so in that capacity or Big Worm, that's, that's his role. That's how Hollywood sees him. I'm not saying he's that, you know, in, in those, not in a negative way, but they're not going to put him next to The Rock in, in Jumanji. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. exactly. And you're not going to put, you ain't going to put certain people in Rush Hour, like, or whatever Kevin Hart's been in, or even with Chappelle. Like, that's, it's more than being a comedian. You may, you may say you're funnier. That's the thing, even with rap. You may be able to wrap circles around Tupac, but you can't be Tupac because he, he does something more than you do. Yeah, so you he was can, more can, than just a yeah, rap. It's, it's more. It's more than that. So you can say you're technically better, and you can prove it, or even say I'm funnier. But that's not the whole package, and that's not what Hollywood buys. And could you so, make the, the, the thing for Tupac was the fact that he made songs that transcended right. everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, not too many rappers made, or anybody has made. A dear mama, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Or, or like changes, miracle, you know miracle, spiritual, all of that. And then, and there, you know, you can say you can have a the craziest bars of all time, like cannabis. But he's right; he didn't make a dear mama, and mm-hmm. and that's that's the huge difference. So yes, you can say cannabis can shit on pot lyrically, but in in song wise, making actual songs. He's not on. He can't hold it. He's not even on the same level. He's not even in the same conversation. To to get it back to Monique, you know, I hope that this is the last interview because you said black. It's it's been Black History Month, but she brought it from January to February. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought after the first, you know, her thing on whatever it was Instagram or whatever she posted it on, I thought that was okay. I get we get it, but then it's kind of like then she started doing a tour, like she got a tour out, like you know what I'm saying, like a inner, like I don't know, man. She she just needs to fall back and and hopefully do some kind of stand up tour or do some do something, you know, just go back to being funny, shut up and dribble types. <laughs> you, know See, you, know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that but this is the thing. Let me let me say this real quick though. This is gonna be the last thing I'm gonna say about Monique. Period. Because after this, I don't even care. Um, that whole thing, like her husband, he's supporting. That's what a husband's supposed to do. I don't really uh, think that you know the husband wife. I'm not saying that it can't work, but I think it makes it a little tougher when when you got the husband is the manager or the wife is the manager because you can see Tamar and, and not to, you know, say that they got the best relationship or whatever. And I don't really know too much, but I've seen that's what the show is based on her and her husband, you know what I'm saying? And this dude, her husband has managed like Lady Gaga and a whole bunch of other people. I think he was re- managing Remy, you know what I'm saying? Um, it don't always work because in, in from what it seemed like to me in that relationship, Tamar wants more of a husband and she don't want the manager no more you know what i'm saying you probably get to that point where 
you're done with that. You know what I'm saying? And you just want that person that you were with or whatever. In this case, this dude is very supportive. I, I don't see nothing wrong with that. What I do have an issue with is this. Like you said, we want to see Monique be funny. There's something that Monique did which was not funny. Charlemagne is known for being funny. He's known for, you know, pointing out things. He's known for the donkey of the day stuff. If Monique can't take a joke, you know what I'm saying, or anything like that, that's on her. If she can't understand and see where he was coming from with it, that's on her. But the thing that she came back with at the end of the interview, and Charlemagne said, it's a reason why I tell my team, record everything that you see, because that's how they got that great footage on Birdman when he came in and said whatever he was going to say. You know what I'm saying? Before the interview started, she came through. She gave everybody hugs. He was respectful. He did everything. She asked him a bunch of stuff about, you know, his moms and how she raised them and this, that, and the third, which I found was real disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? Because if you felt that way when you met me the first time, then there's no way for you to question it. You don't take all of the, what my parents and what my mother, my grandmother has taught me and throw it out the window because I criticized you on something that you was out here looking crazy and a lot of people don't have the balls to sit up here and say it. So... She that thing at the end, if anybody has never seen Birth of a Nation or anybody that has seen Birth of a Nation, it's a part in there where the slave master is telling Nat Turner to let one of the slaves know that he is ready for his wife. And if anybody knows how, you know, black slaves was raped by white slave masters a number of times, some you could call some people. I think somebody was making an argument before. I think it might have been Andrew Schultz. Uh, who made the argument against, um, I forget her name, damn, I can't remember, Angela Rye, and he was, I think it was Angela Rye, where he was like, you know, how do you know that, you know, your, uh, your ancestors was raped, and he was like, how you know it wasn't consensual, yeah, it could have been that, but in this particular case, this was one of them things, like, showing the power of the slave masters, like, yo, I'm gonna t tell your wife, you're not even consensual about slavery, dog. That's what I'm. I mean, at what? the end of the day, ain't nothing about that. I'm gonna just keep it a bug. <laughs> there was nothing consensual about. I'm. I'm gonna just go out on a limb and say, ain't, it, it was no rules. There was no. There was whatever you wanted. What, we we don't even know yeah. what it is, and I know what he he Andrew likes to play devil's advocate. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, kinda, but that, you know, in those cases, we we gonna assume that we gonna keep it a buck. You know what I'm saying? Like you were snatching if you, if you slaves came up, up on a on a boat, you know, and you had there is no no one that had a, a choice exactly. to be on that boat. So and, in this case, so I'm gonna just I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with there was no rule. They did what they wanted to do. So in this case, dude said, "Go get, go tell son to send his wife in here so I could do my thing." And I believe, I can't remember because I've seen it once, you know what I'm saying? Um, I have it on Blu-ray. I'm, I'm going to let my son watch it because I need him to understand, you know, the history and that turn and everything else. Um, he brings her in, and I think he sent her back after he did what he needed to do. And dude had to go get his wife from the steps and then take her back to his place. The pain and, and, and suffering mentally that it probably took for that man to have to do that in the first place because you know what's going to happen if you don't. He's dead. That's it. Point blank period. If you refuse the slave master, you do anything against it back then. You can't eat. Most people nowadays can't even imagine like having to live in a time like that. But I can tell you where it hits. It hits anybody who's got a girlfriend. 
that that you love that maybe your fiance or, or your wife or, or, or daughter or anything like that having to give that up to another man and watch and know the things that's about to happen and then having to go get that back and then try to repair the mental the physical the agony all of that stuff through it monique says charlemagne was that slave like that's she's saying like that's what he's doing by giving her donkey of the day he she he's he's basically doing the work of the slave masters and or he's basically that like he has no spine or backbone that he's gonna put a black woman or put a woman of color or you know what i'm saying or put a woman any any shape form and fashion and give them up to the system that is going to fuck them up completely and then you'll come back at the end and 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 pick them up and dust them off after you know the evils in which you let happen like that's some bullshit. That's what I'm saying about that. I mean, that. It, it's horrible, and at the same, at the same token, you're making it seem like Charlemagne, Charlemagne's a, a dictator of a country, and exactly. whatever he says is is, is the is the law of the, of the land, and and it, it's a, he gives donkey the day to just random people. It's not. It's all races included, black, white, whatever. And to, to do that, I think that was like the that was like the haymaker because you know she was being wild, disrespectful the whole. And this is just not how you conduct yourself as a professional, as a like she want to say a woman of color mm-hmm. or whatever. This 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 is a huge turnoff, and this is almost like you're telling everyone you not you you don't want to do business with Hollywood or with anyone because if someone watched that. No one's gonna take that on. No one's gonna want want those issues or want someone like that. That's like a creating a super hostile work environment, and you know, it, it was it was just absolutely. I, I just like you said, just comparing someone to that, just for giving a donkey of the day, like that. That's that's just. And that's it was a complete sucker move. That you're going to do this shit when the cameras was off. Why didn't you say that when when you had the mic in front of you? Because you didn't want nobody to know. the cameras was off. The cameras was off. I mean, when it wasn't rolling. She waited till the joint was over and they wrapped the show up and she said that whole shit. And he had his camera rolling and he put it on his Instagram and said, look, this is the type of shit that y'all don't see. This is the type of shit that people say behind the scenes. This, that, and the third, because she wants you to keep that image of her, the fighting black woman, trying to fight through oppression, this, that, and the third. Nah, man. I ain't trying to hear none of that, because I heard her say the same thing about Will Packer, and she also, the dude, and I ain't even know too much about Will Packer. He's the guy responsible for Girls Trip, um, I think the Almost Christmas movie, Stomp the Yard. He's a producer of all of these different movies, putting it out there, you know what I'm saying? This, this black dude, black dude, black wife. You know what I'm saying? He's out here trying to put black people on. And instead of third, giving everybody opportunities, that's the one that Gary Owen, the white comedian that is loved by all black people, he was heated because he's like, yo, he gave you an opportunity even when people were saying that you was hard to work with. You know what I'm saying? And that's another thing that's been going around about Monique is the fact that she's just hard to get along with or hard to work with. I'm not here to speak to that or I'm not going to sit up here because I don't know. I've never tried to work with her, so I'm not going to push that narrative or whatever. But you know the saying, where there's smoke, there's fire. It's a bunch of sayings and I don't like to go off of them 
But this this little campaign run that she's been on, where she's hitting every radio station to say the same thing and tell people to boycott something, you're telling us to boycott something that has it has black cinema. There's a whole bunch of black documentaries on there. The Khalif Brower, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, there's a new one I just seen, Strong Island. You know what I mean? There's a lot of opportunities in other people, other black filmmakers and actors that have their stuff streaming on there. But everybody should stop because you ain't get your bread. Because you ain't take the 500000 that they wanted to give you and try to get yourself hot again. Charlamagne said it best. It's a what have you done for me lately business. And... Monique has not been out here popping. She got in shape. She looks great. You can go to her Instagram. She she's looking incredible. She's doing. Anybody she... going to her Instagram? Huh? Anybody trying to go to her Instagram? <laughs> I mean, and like you said, and 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 to end it, what have you done for me lately? And much. no disrespect to Eddie Murphy, they not giving him twenty million to do a comedy festival, and we know he. Hold on! Uh, hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Right now, let's not get it fucked up. Let's not get it fucked up. Big that give him right now. <laughs> if Eddie you know, be came, dead ass, dead ass, dead ass, right now, Eddie today. might get Eddie might get ten though. He might get ten. Eddie Murphy today is not getting a twenty million dollar check. But he and got. This not, is the thing. See, see with, this is the thing. It's Eddie, not nothing to do with his popularity. I'm just saying, like, when's the woman's last special? It was in the eighties. When we was born and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no show, more. you're talking about two legendary ass Well, no, specials. no, we know he a legend, but you got to really think about it. Not to say it won't be funny. Well, I'm not saying he's not worth 20. I just don't think without hearing something recent, I don't think they're going to just say we don't get, unless, you know what, unless he, not saying he couldn't deliver, but I don't think they're going to just say Eddie Murphy, we need to out of retirement here at 20. Nah, I don't he think it's going to be that, but I think Eddie's going to. I mean, he worth $50 million. I, I want to say he's worth, he's worth a lot of money. It's just they would want to see something to where they're like, you know what, it, it's justifiable. We're not just paying them just because they will want to see, like, okay, he got it. We good. Not to say he can't get 20 from him. He's worth it. But I would say they at least want to hear some material because, like you said, it's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. I think he would need to, you know, make sure his his blade is still sharp. But from what I heard. I'm just saying I don't think they'd be like, you know what, Eddie, here's 20 just to get on stage. Yeah, yeah. I I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think the same thing with, like, a Steve Harvey or something like that. Yeah. No, I can't say Steve Harvey because Steve Harvey hot right now. He's on show right. after show after show. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of all depends. I just drove past a billboard earlier today, and Marlon got one coming out. You know what I'm saying? So um, I don't know, man. I just look at it like this. I, when I saw the comedians going to Netflix, when I saw this happening, this was before Chappelle, and you start seeing more and more specials, I was hyped because now I didn't have to worry about downloading. I could keep... Like watching them over and over and over again, you know what I'm saying? Um, and uh, I just thought it was dope, you know what I'm saying? The Netflix was really doing this thing for comedians, and I just hate the fact that it's got a bad taste in its mouth now. You know, it's, it's like with with all of the good that they were doing for comedians and giving them another platform, and now that they're giving them this platform. It opens up other opportunities. This one cat, Ali Sadiq, I think that's his name. Um, he just got his opportunity on Comedy Central. So it's like if if the if the big if the big names are going over to Netflix, 
then it gives room for the up and comings to have, you know, room on a HBO, on a Showtime, on a um, on a Comedy Central. You know what I'm saying? Like it because now the big heads, the big names are not taking, you know, that slot over there. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's just doing more things by by more acceptance and more people, more opportunities. Like I just think that Monique is. I don't know, man. She's making a big argument out of nothing at the end of the day. So, anyway, you know, I'm done with Monique. I don't want to hear nothing else. Yeah. Peace. You, you know what I'm saying? Netflix ain't even, you know, trying to hit you up again for nothing because you making you made them look bad enough. Go out there. Hit the road. If you really love comedy, you're going to do it for nothing at the end of the day. That's the realest thing I can say to you. If you really love comedy... You really love making people laugh. You're going to do this shit for nothing. Your resume, you can't walk on no stage and tell no joke with no resume. That's how I put it like that. Like, you you talking resumes and this, that, and the third. If they did it for Amy Schumer, whatever. Make your resume and start your resume over. Start it like you ain't never sell did out. it before. You got to sell out um, full, like, what did she sell out? What was she doing? Madison Square that? Garden. Say no more, nigga. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't if you ain't selling out the garden, if you put your name on the side, if the Madison Square Square Garden lets you put your name on the side and of the building, we're not even talking about like you know not not some school auditorium. This is where the where the Celtics play. We talking about the yeah. garden, like Matt, yeah. no, MSG baby. Like you got it. Come on, like Hove did it in what a couple hours. Sell out the garden. Yeah, they gonna give you. I mean, they gonna give you that bag. They're going to give you the bag, period. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, peace, Monique. Much love to you. Do your thing, but we hope, I ain't rocking with you. We hope to have you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, you come on down to the Say No More podcast. We'll let you talk, say whatever, but I'm going to tell you, you come here with that fire, we're going to get these jokes back. I feel like I'm a funny <laughs> nigga. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm ro- hey, hey, we roast. <laughs> We roasted we for roast real, you. for real. We really try to get it there, but yo, I ain't we trying to start jokes. no beef. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we got jokes back. We fired back. Straight up, straight up. Yeah, man. So, you know, anyway, um, yo, Pete, uh, did you see the uh, the Prime track list? I have not seen it, but I know a new song is out. I have not played it, but I know that... Um, that there's two songs available to listen to today, um, but I've not seen the track list yet. You want to go over it, or we still we still? Yeah, I'm I'm I I definitely want to go over it. I bet. So I got it up here, and I'm getting this from the Prime underscore official Instagram page. For anybody that hasn't checked it out, definitely go check them out over there. Prime is that's the squad right now. So we got interlude. This is all handwritten. On a um, on a legal pad, we got uh, interlude one, and it says salute. That's track one. Track two is Black History. Track three is one of the hardest. Track four is Era featuring Dave East. Track five is Respect My Gun, featuring Rock Marciano. Track six. Track six is. Wow is the acronym, but uh, W-O-W featuring Yellow Wolf. Uh, track 7 is Sunflower Seeds featuring Novel. Track 8 is Streets at Night. Track 9 is Rocket. Rock It. Track 10 is Loved Ones featuring Rhapsody. 
Track 11 is My Calling. Track 12 is Made featuring Big Crit and... Is that Denon? I think so. Uh, track... Oh, is that the the dude from D12? I think so. I think he the one that did the, did all the beats. Denon okay. Porter. Okay, yeah, yeah, Denon. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I figured that might might have been who that was. Track thirteen is Interlude Two. That's relationships. I mean, track thirteen, track fourteen is Flirt featuring Two Chains. Track fifteen is Everyday Struggle featuring Chris Chandler. Uh, track 16 is Do Your Thing. Track 17 is Gotta Love It. Featuring CeeLo and Brady Watts. W-A-T-T. It looks fire. It looks that's fire. That's a lot of tracks. That's, so that's almost double. Almost double. Almost double. Almost um, double. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad. I mean, more music. More music. You got more, more music, more primo beats. That's always a, a bonus. Straight up. Um, 17 so primo I, beats. Like, that feels like a Gangstar album. You know definitely. what I'm saying? The length of a Gangstar album. So, I'm not mad at this at all. Um, it, I, they took their time with it. You know what I'm saying? They, It just... I can't wait, man. I'm super hyped, mad excited. You know what I'm saying? Like March 16th, man. March what do you 16th. think about the the rap feature? Who are you, who who do you want to hear? Are you more leaning towards Crit or Chains? I want to hear Rhapsody. I definitely want to hear. I do want to hear. Oh, we gonna hear Two Chains on a Primo beat and Big Crit on a Primo beat. That's, that's huge. And I wonder if CeeLo is rapping. What if CeeLo rap? Yo, CeeLo, CeeLo did his thing on Goody Mob. I mean, a he lot did. of people, a lot of people don't realize, or not realize, but a, a lot remember. of people caught on to him, you know, when he was singing. But of course, we was on him on Goody Mob and even on the Outcast TV before Goody Mob put out the CD. So we know uh, him rapping, and he he had a lot of talent rapping. You know what I'm saying? And and he he's one of the first rapping. I just thought about that rapping singers. We never, I never really put them two together, but he's been doing it since the '90s. So shout out to CeeLo. He's okay. extremely talented, and I'm I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I wonder who's going. I was kind of expecting more features. Mm-hmm. As far as rappers, but you know that that's a good amount. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm hyped, man. Look, I'm 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 not mad at, at anything I've seen on here. Um, I I really didn't want to just jump into the track list because you can't really judge it off of a track list because I haven't really seen anything. I, I've been keeping everything kind of under wraps. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of waiting, waiting to see what was out there. This, that, and third. But look, man, I'm happy. I'm I'm happy with it. Um, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be amazing. You know, what I'm saying I'm, I'm not mad with it at all. You know what I mean? So, it, it. I, I'm interested to see Royce and Chains because, like, Royce is on. He's on his own plateau, like platform, like his own planet right now, lyrically, and and I know Chains is kind of getting back to his 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 because his rapping is, is stellar. So I'm interested to see if 
is what the song's about to flirt, so I don't know if it's about chicks or if they really going in on some some back and forth hip hop. I'd be interested to see how that pans out or what that's gonna sound like. But I'm glad to hear the change on the primo beat is definitely um, what I want to see, especially with Crit too. Um, Rock Marciano, I've, he's been around for a while, you know what I'm saying? So He's been coming through, man. He was actually on that last Daylight joint, you know what I'm saying, um, in the Anonymous Nobody on uh, spitkicker.com joint. Yo, he he killed it on there. Rock Marciano, he, you know what? I think the first time I ever heard of sign was when he was down with um, Flip Mode Squad, you know what I'm saying, from way back in the day, you know what I'm saying? He came through. Spitting crazy punchlines, son. So I, I, I can't oh, like rock. Oh yeah, yeah. Yo, he I was... think he's been on some shit with Fat Joe, if I'm not mistaken, too. Oh, most definitely. Rock Cole... Mar- he been around. I thought, I thought Cole and 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 um and Royce had some shit cooking, right? J Cole. Yeah, I could have thought he was. They had some. I thought they was working on music. Hmm. I would have loved to hear I think Jake I might have heard that myself. I think I might have heard that. Um, I would have loved to hear Jake calling it on on a prime album. On a primo beat. Yeah, I mean, look, man, this is something special, I think. Um, and, you know, I'm glad that they didn't just go and grab Royce. Royce is the type of MC that I don't think he's gonna get with you unless you got chemistry for like for real for real you know what I'm saying so I'm I'm happy with the the people that he's chose at this particular point um, and I'm just glad that they're doing another one because the first one was just so ill um, if you haven't listened to it that will be the pick of this particular episode please do yourself a favor there's a deluxe edition that if you if you didn't know there was a deluxe edition it has um mf doom fonte uh uh black thought joey badass logic i think that's it on the on the bonus tracks and black thought excuse me definitely black thought that on the bonus tracks to prime if you have not checked this out please go do it do yourself a favor dope beats dope rhymes there's nothing more to say period Go get Prime. Go listen to it. Go stream it. It's everywhere that you can find it. Prime. That's it. That's Premiere. DJ Premiere from Gangstar. One half of Gangstar and Royce the Five Nine on the rhymes. Adrian Young with the that provided the soundtrack that Premiere was able to chop and sample from. Do yourself a favor and go check that out. Prime and Prime Two is coming out March sixteenth. That's something we both are gonna be listening to. We both gonna get into a heavy and definitely review that joint when it comes out so definitely check it out you know what i'm saying so yeah so um so that's that that was the joint with the prime what else i had to go over let me see so i got some real quick okay go ahead so you know how you know um on jay's last album 444 he had a song called family feud uh yeah, yeah. Now Kanye is actually going on Family Feud, the show. Family Feud, the show. Yeah, with Steve Harvey. 
when is this happening? I think in a soon, like him, he's going, he gonna be on Family Feud. Man, I think I heard Mina put up. I think I heard Mina listening to something. Now my my question, my question to you is: Is this the hardest subliminal diss of all time? <laughs> wow, I ain't thinking. <laughs> I ain't even thinking that shit. Yo, that's wild. Yo, I think Kanye on the next. I mean, he that's next level. That's like bars. Yo, like he he going on a show. He telling Jay, yo, I'm on. I'm on Family Feud. I mean. That's that's a, that's an ill bar. When is this? Is this really happening though? Like, cause I heard oh, no, that as that as him and him and his, his family. Um, Kardashian I think I think it was something where I heard her say, like they love Family Feud. They really really love it. Da 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 da. Like, I don't know, man. Like, that's much. That's much. That's much. See TV. This shit is ridiculous, man. Like, and I can't be mad right now because I heard Ye's back on in beats. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. <laughs> like, I mean, I feel like what they trying to do the 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 Carters versus the Kardashians. Or they no, no, they not gonna be on the show at the same time. I, I would guarantee, <laughs> I would almost guarantee that would never happen. Yo, I don't think there. I don't. That would be great TV though. I well, it nah, because they. I I think Jay moves a little. He's a little bit more calculated. Not to say he would never go on Family Feud, but he wouldn't go. With Kanye I think it's. I think it's safe to say that Jay would never go on Family Feud. I think we could both. I agree. don't know. I mean, you know, he got a beautiful family, and if it was for charity, and he went against a, you know, a different type of family, not to knock on them, but I don't. I just think he's not into like the headlines where both of them families would be on there because I think, you know, I think that was, you know, I don't think he likes those type of headlines, but. Um, yeah, you never. I, you're right. I think you probably wouldn't go on. Well, that, I think that would be pretty dope if he did. But you're right. I don't think they are. But I don't. I don't think him and Jay necessarily got beef. Um, but I, I'm interested to see if Kanye says anything and maybe does another Big Brother, maybe Part Two. That would be pretty dope to kind of hear his take on it. But our boy Star said he bet academics. Three hundred dollars. That in, I think it was three hundred dollars in three months. That Kanye is gonna say fuck hove. He he not. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he gonna he, do that he can't, either. He can't can, because you can't come back from that. Not from hove. Then well, nah. It's just they they what what Jay's done for his career and vice versa, and just it it, it just wouldn't be. It just would be crazy. It's, it's kind of like when Havoc and Prodigy was beefing and when Daz and Corrupt was beefing. 
it's just there's too much history behind these relationships to be petty and to be disrespectful because then you they, they end up both making up but then you like damn we put ourselves out there like that so yeah um, exactly i, I want to say it, it just would be crazy to hear Kanye ever say something like that because I, I would look at him crazy too i don't it don't matter what went on behind the scenes they they can they got each other's phone number you know what i'm saying they can hash it out um you know, I don't, I don't think that's good for hip hop, to be honest. No, you no, know, nah, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't good. It's not like a a, a battle where we want to see two rappers. We don't want to hear a Jay Z diss song by Kanye. That'd be that'd be wild, crazy. That'd be wild. Yeah, I keep it funky. I ain't trying to hear. You know what I'm like saying? That. Like you, they did the album together. He he was part of the blueprint. The one, you know, Jay's biggest album arguably like that like just launch the second half of his career and just everything they this is the whole history I, I would hate to I, I wouldn't support it I, I I would not like to hear that yeah I ain't gonna front I, mean, I don't think anybody mm-hmm. wants to cause it's not gonna be anything that's gonna be good to come from it you know what I'm saying like we already know at the end of the day that Ye wouldn't body him you know what I'm saying and, and, and for Jay to flex on him in that manner when it comes to MCing, like it it just wouldn't nah. We I ain't trying to see nothing like that either, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day. But yeah, I feel like we will get something like a big brother, you know what I'm saying? Something on the on, along those lines. So, you know, I'm I'm mean, I'm just looking forward to whatever Kanye's cooking up at this point in time. Um and whatever he's gonna do for the other artists coming up. Um I'm waiting on this side high the Prince Black History Three project that he was supposed to be dropping. Um, I know he's he's on tour right now, you know what I'm saying? So he he said he got some joints in the chamber because we only got a couple more days, you know what I'm saying, in February, and we were supposed to get it because he's supposed to do one every time, and, and that's what he was saying when he was on the radio the last time. So hoping that we get that. Um, Speaking of them, uh, Big Crit and Sahi on uh, Heavy, Heavy is the Crown. I believe that's the name of the tour. So they gonna, I think they're stopping through here either April or May. So I'm gonna definitely check that joint out when they come through. Um, be looking forward for the Prime show. Um, this this might be this going back to Kanye. His single might have to be the most important single of his career. Now that I think about it, this one that he's got coming up. Yeah, just because this is his, I don't want to say his final album, but this is like a, this is one of his, this is a, a I don't call it a make or break album, but this is huge for him. I mean, it's got to transcend, it's got to, it's got to, it's got to be talked about, it's got to, we got to kind of know what the landscape of his album is going to be based on this. It can be it can't sound like what's out now it's got to kind of it has to have a huge impact so I, I I think he really has to be meticulous with this first single hmm. and and or even if he's going to be releasing stuff before the album comes out yeah I was going to say because you know that's it usually to be the, t- on the level case where people it needs to be where people are going to be like damn this this should have been on an album or this better if it's this good, then I think the album's gonna be a classic. Like it has to be, 
it can't be no it can't be no bullshit. Like whatever he drives is so important of an album. We know he's a family man now, but we also know he's been in the studio a lot. So I really hope he chooses his first single. And I, I just hope it, it, it just, it tra- I think, I hope it transforms hip hop. I really hope he's pushing the, the boundaries on hip hop. Not saying to make another Jesus type album. But I really hope he's trying to change the sound and kind of get it out of where it's at now. I'm going to throw this out this, there. You know. I kind of want to see Kanye bring in no ID for this one. I don't think so. You don't think so? Nah, you can't. You can't. You can't do a whole just. Did. No, 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 no. Not in that way. Oh, you just, need to kind of give him a. Just let him be the mentor. Kinda, just let him be the mentor. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I think Kanye's got to figure this one out on his own. Mm, like a man bleed. Yeah, it's kind of like okay. Cause it's his. It's his career at this point. For the next album, yes, you can go to No ID, go wherever you want for inspiration. But uh, this is going to be ultimately where his career is going to lead because it's easy to lose. Not Kanye is still one of the biggest, if not the biggest, artists out. I, arguably, you can interchange names. Mm-hmm. But this album, he don't. I would say this. The difference between him and Drake is is Kanye's got a handful of classics, like a lot of classics, a lot better material, and we're used to high-level, top-notch. Like, we expect a classic. With Drake, we don't expect a classic. We just expect a great album. And if we get a classic, we'll be happy. But I think that's the biggest difference between Drake and Kanye is is the quality and the thought process behind the project. And I think Kanye has to really figure out, you know, what where hip where he thinks hip hop is going and where he wants to take it. And I hope hopefully it's in a new direction, um, you know, that we that we or or I don't know maybe he takes it back to the old Kanye. I don't know, but I hope I hope this first single um, paints a picture of of where he wants hip hop to be. Or at least his take on hip hop. So we'll we'll see what's gonna happen. But I think he he has probably the most important album now that I think about it this whole year. Mm, that's a um. I mean, because we already know, because like the difference the difference between Prime is Prime is important in its own way. Um, cause I know we were just talking about that, but Kanye is Kanye. You know, he 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 moved. He moves the culture. He's been doing that forever. So I think that, I think, you know, I, I just, I don't, I can't think anybody else has a more important album because Kanye can change how we perceive everything. So um, we'll, we'll see what happens. Got you. Got you. Um, <clears throat> um, let me think. What was the. Uh trying to think of uh, something else I wanted to make sure we touched on um oh Black Panther uh hit 700 million in the box office after two weekends that's crazy sign 
I mean, you know they gonna they gonna do it like Fast and Furious. They gonna be like Black Panther twenty eight. I mean, it, it could it could get there. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, no, I'm proud. I'm I'm proud of I'm proud of just just with um just having positive black role models cast being in a superhero light, like you were saying. We had a conversation about like you know Blank Man and and you know just other other like heroes that weren't necessarily like hero heroes. Like I what I did I did respect um, seeing Luke Cage on Netflix because that was that was an uh, excellent excellent series and it's good to see black men and a and a superhero kind of like. You know, like you know, like we need heroes. We need to see fantasy. We need to see just remnants of you know Africa and, and things like that. So I'm proud. I'm I'm happy that it's successful. I'm happy that it's being rated good. I'm I've never and, and it's been probably since the Dark Knight where I've heard people say they're going back to see a movie more than once. Because with movies now, you 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 see it and you good. You know, you you may you may see it later after the theater. But I, when's the last time you heard people go back two, three, four, five times for a movie? Shit, man, I can't think of the last time I ever went back to the movie theater twice to go see something like so. But I'm definitely taking my ass back to the theater to see this one. Um, I just saw something that said, uh, my wife. She was my girl at the time. I was trying to write in Microsoft Word. It's impossible because your format got to be right. I was broke playing football on a little scholarship money, and my wife scrapped together some cheese and bought me Final Draft, the software that you use to write your movies on. That was by Ryan Coogler about his wife. You know what I'm saying? Like, that it's just man shout out to that dude man and and his wife you know what i'm saying because you know how they be like you know behind every strong black man is a strong black woman you know what i'm saying and it's definitely everybody on the women empowerment wave and all of that look man son did three great movies you know what i'm saying that definitely impacted the culture He's doing a lot of things very, very closely with Michael B. Jordan. You know what I'm saying? From Newark, New Jersey. Shout out to Michael B. Jordan. You know what I mean? And from the Wire Wallace. You know what I'm saying? He can never get rid of that. But anyway. Oh, man. When they pop Wallace, dog, I, I was like, yo. I mean, dog. listen, man. Dog. It was it. That hurt you my soul. You didn't have to do that. They could have let him go. That they hurt my soul. Wallace. It was it was crazy, man. It hurt my soul at that time, man. I was just like, damn, son, I cannot believe this. Like, Wallace, son, like, come on, yo. Like, I don't know, man. He's it's just he's he's come so far. You know what I'm saying? And and, and I ain't I ain't gonna say nothing about the movie. It's incredible. Definitely go see it. But yo, he did his thing. He did his thing. He's he's in a he's in a rare form, uh, for those that have seen him in, in different movies and this, that and the third, like you know, all the actors. I mean, it's just excellence, yo. It, that when they be talking about black excellence, man, like just go see the movie. If you haven't seen it, if you if it's been sold out, you know what I'm saying, get a chance, go go check it out. Um, I'm definitely going to check it out again. And my son loves it. 
you know, every all the kids is loving it, and and they just get to see something different, man. They get see they get to see something that they can look up to, that they can identify with. We didn't really have that growing up, you know what I'm saying? We, I, I looked at people like Bishop Spawn, you know what I'm saying? Like I ain't gonna act like I wanted to be Blank Man or Meteor Man, but when I got a chance to see it in Marvel, you know what I'm saying? It was dope to see them larger in life, different, you know what I mean? Because Blank Man and Meteor Man. We're like regular dudes, but to see this, uh, we had Blade. Hey, Blade was hard. Blade was hard. Blade was Blade hard. Blade was but hard. It, hard. Yo, body. shout out to Wesley Snipes. Dog. If you if you ever listen to this, dog, you one of my favorite all time actors. Dog. Hard body, hard body. Dog, First off, Wesley was killing it in Passenger Fifty Seven. You know what I'm saying? Like the Art of War. Wesley was just white man can't jump. Yo, he was Sydney Green. You know what I mean? Nino, Nino, Nino Brown, dog. Nino Brown, son. That's all. That's that's it. That's kind of like at the end of the day, I don't want to say that we were supposed to be aspiring to be Nino Brown, but that was a cool nigga right there, son. Like you cannot say that Nino Brown ain't happy. You know what I'm saying? The swag that everybody swag period. Nino had it. If you ain't seen, that's another movie for y'all. It's a bar. New Jack City. New Jack City with uh, Wesley Snipes, Ice-T. That was directed by Mario Van Peoples and starring Mario Van Peoples. You know what I'm saying? So definitely go check that out. Ill classic movie. Some people know about heart. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But as far as movies go, man. Shout out to the them for <laughs> Yo, man, that shit just and and that birth that's the classic Martin episode with uh where he where he redid it. You know what I'm saying with the all black and he was walking around with the fake dog. You know what I mean? Like oh yeah, yeah. And, and was that the first time we seen Chris Rock? Yes, that's the first time I saw Chris Rock. I think so. I think that was. I didn't even know Chris Rock was a comedian. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, I seen him. Yeah. He did such a good job in that. So, like, at the end of the day, look, man, like, incredible joint. Um, matter of fact, I might watch New Jack City tonight. You know what I'm saying? After we finish doing this podcast. Classic. Classic joint. Um, I just went past my man Fashion's page, and I'm assuming that this is an album. On Mass Appeal Records, which you know is run by Nas and or Nas is taking over Mass Appeal Records and it's executive produced by Nas. There's a feature by Nas and Aloe Black on this record called Something to Believe in. Um, I like Fashion. I don't I don't know if you've ever dug into his projects like that, but um and I wound up meeting him at Rock the Bells. Very, very cool dude. Um and he was working with uh, Exile for a long time as a producer. Um, Fashion, he also put out his own project to uh, an old to Stillmatic. I mean, to Illmatic, you know what I'm saying? From a Cali version. Like, Fashion is a dope MC. So, I'm going to definitely go ahead and check for this real quick because I didn't even know it came out. But I follow him on Instagram and I seen it came across the page. So, I'm going to definitely check it out, especially with Nas Executive producing it. I want to see, see what that's about. You know what I mean? Um, what you call it? Uh, uh, that's all I could think of as far as music that I know that's coming and stuff that I'm anticipating right now. Um, just a prime joint. Um, <clears throat> let me see anything else. Uh, so they said Drake might be going over to Adidas. 
I saw something. Um, I don't know if it was it was something with Drake, and it said nope, and it and he had a jump man, like sweatshirt on or something like that. It, does he got issues with? With, with I mean, I read a, I read a couple of different things. They, you know, I don't. What do you think? Like, because with shoes right now, things is changing, man. Like, it ain't. It, it used to be athletes selling shoes like Bo Jackson and Michael Jordan. Um, even even I remember Jerry Stackhouse had shoes like Pen, Penny. Jason Kidd, like they, like everyone. Did I think Jamal Mashburn? Had, I wonder if Jamal he had Mashburn some had some shoes. He did. Pippen, he had some feelers. Grant Hill, like Iverson. I think like back in the, even like football. Even Dion, Dion has shoes. So I think it, like if we kind of think about it now, football players ain't selling no shoes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it's the what the league what they're doing is they're more focused on the team versus the players and they dwindle down the players to just quarterbacks and maybe a couple people outside of you know because back in the day you can name like the whole team and it was just it seemed like the players were more popular so now it's like you know they're not moving those shoes unless it's like odell beckham you know, nobody gonna yeah, buy no Tom Brady. Yeah, I think Odell. If if Odell came with a shoe, I, I think that would be. Dope. Yeah, I think I think people would be on that. But you know, Tom Brady ain't, ain't selling no shoes. Nobody gonna buy. You know, he would probably rock some <laughs> some fairies or <laughs> some lugs. You know what I'm saying? Like he would probably rock some bull, some Uggs and shit. Nobody buying this shit. Nobody and he's supposed this. to be like the num- number one player. So football is out of the question. Um, I, I want to say baseball, ain't no, ain't no, I mean, Ken Griffey's out there, you know what I'm saying? So baseball ain't really selling those shoes. Basketball, the, the shit with Nike, Nike's letting, um, you know, Under Armour take their custom, their take the players. Um, Adidas is starting to take their players. There's like, even like lending, like Chinese companies taking players, but, it's, it's kind of like more moving towards lifestyle, which is like where there's non-athletes selling shoes. And it's, it's interesting to see what's going on. I think if Drake went to Adidas, that would be crazy. Um, not to say that, you know, everyone tries to bite off Drake's style, but he's still a popular name. And if they put him in a shoe that he's wearing, I, you know, I think that would be huge for Adidas because, you know, Nike... They gotta really try to keep the people and not let let them just walk away and assume things ain't gonna change. Even though, I mean, what do you feel about Adidas? I mean, I'm I'm pro Nike um, forever, but the the new crop, I think, you know, like we were talking about last week, like you seeing younger kids with Adidas or just just youthful people with Adidas versus rocking Nike. I mean. I'm and not Jordan is, is, is oh, oh, sorry to cut you off, but Jordan is oversaturated. They was oversaturated 10 years ago. I don't, like, right now, it's, 
crazy oversaturated. So it's kind of like, not to say Jordan's dying down, but it ain't, like you said, when you were talking about the black toe ones or just being able to see a shoe, you know, on sale for one, it ain't got the same luster as it did, you know, maybe five years ago or even 10 or 20. I mean, um, as far as Adidas for me, I can't tell you the last time that I had the last joints that I might have rocked was a pair of shell toes. And I, I'm a shell toe dude. I could say that. The only thing I don't like about the shell toe, it can get a bit uncomfortable around my heel. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's, that's something that, uh, Shell toe versus the Air Force One. I probably would have to go with oh, Air Force yeah, One. Oh, that's not even that. I mean, and after, that's yeah. It's it's and even it's, it's when not even shell, really a debate there. Yeah, you know it's not. Saying? It's not a debate. And I, I still wear rocking shell toes now because it looks like I'm trying to hop on a wave. Yeah, you know it kind of make it look like, like you're I, trying to be more old school than anything. Yeah, um, and unless you rocking some Ultra Boost or something like that, which is Still, you know, trying it's to still wave heavy, this. super wave heavy. Yes, it's, it's wave heavy, so it's kind of like you could, you could probably, you could probably get away with a couple of Adidas that are like, you know, those like a, a runner type shoe. But if you rocking shell toes now and you ain't been up on it, then you gonna look, you know, like you trying to. I try to stay in my lane, know. man. To be honest yeah. with you, I'm not a running dude. You know what I'm saying? I was a sprinter, so if I was gonna be sprinting, sprinting, I'm gonna have on flats or or spikes you know what i'm saying for for running when i'm actually running for but for me it's mainly about basketball for me so it'll always be a pair of basketball kicks like you know what i'm saying that's going to be my go-to 100 percent. my my second joint when i'm just walking around for for whatever reason uh, coming from jersey like east coast that's just timberlands you know what i'm saying like i got a pair of tims on right now um, you know what I mean, and and they leaning, you know what I'm saying. I need, I probably need to get fresh with some, but it is what it is. Like that's the type of shoe that no matter what, even if they lean, you you know you can still get some use out of them. You know what I'm saying. At the end of the day, um, but one thing I want to get into, especially since I've been out here, um, I got a I got a couple pairs of Chucks that I really like. You know what I'm saying, and I think I'm gonna continue to go down that route they're super comfortable for me you know what i'm saying um when when i do find ones with dope designs on them and stuff like that you know it's not a lot of maintenance with it when it comes to them and i just think they're dope shoes you know what i'm saying at the end of the day they're very comfortable comfortability is is a major Thing that you should consider when buying and i think that's what everybody is going towards now is is comfort, yeah. Comfort, and then like like we were talking about with with Kanye's new shoes or his low top. I hear they're super they, comfortable. I'm not even gonna stop. They, yeah, and if you think about it, like if you can get a shoe that men and women can get into, like that's that's marketing genius. I don't know whose idea was it because obviously before I don't think you have women wearing you know the Yeezys. You know, not saying you can't, but it wasn't marketed towards. Let me tell women. you this though. Let me let me put this out there, and I don't care. I love his music. 
everybody knows how you know how I feel about Kanye and his music and all of that. But them new shoes, them new whatever the hell them things is that look like the Life Alert, look like the orthopedic. <laughs> them shits is trash. Them shits is trash. And if you have a pair, you're you're trend chasing, hype beast ass like. Get that shit the fuck out of here. I seen this lady today, and before we did the podcast, I was up in Beverly Hills and Bristol Farms, you know what I'm saying? Not that I, that's the only one that I know that got the good Sally, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm trying to be healthy out in these streets. So I go in there and I get my joint. I see this kid walking down the freezer aisle, and I'm looking, I'm like, them pants like, say like MCM? Because I don't really know too much about it, but I know MCM is like the bag company or whatever. I, I think that's what they are. I don't know. I don't know too much about it. I ain't, I ain't into that super fly shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I do what I do. He had them joints on. I looked at the kicks real quick. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, oh, he got the these some Gucci shoes or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Some little Gucci, some little, you know, low top shoes, whatever. I seen Mom Dukes, and I think she had on, she had on the Yeezus merch, like, hoodie, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, a little dad hat, I think she was bald, so she might have, like, cancer or something like that, but, um, she might not have, I don't know, she might just, like, rock her hair bald, I don't know, but typically when, you know, you see people, I kind of thought, might have thought that, but anyway, she had them joints on, son, and it was the ones with, like, the black, the blue, and it got a little bit of orange or whatever, but the shoe was mostly, like, white and off-white. Them shoes is trash, B. I don't care what nobody say. There's a video that had me rolling. It's Swiss Beats Moms. And she's sitting on his bed. And she calling him Bubba. You know, all of that. She was like, yo. She laughing. She was like, yo. I looked at these shoes and I was wondering, like, I hope you ain't buy those for me because I don't like them. And, and then, I, then <laughs> I looked at them and I said, these is for you? She was like, I wouldn't wear those out the house, baby. She was like, I, them things is there. And she just, she was literally laughing. She was like, he was like, Ma, these is fly. You know, this is whatever. She was like, uh-uh, not those. Those things is ugly. They not. <laughs> and that's one talk. They, they're trash, son. That design is trash. The shoes is trash. I'm sick of people trying to make these shits hot. They're trash. And you look even know, more like trash that. for having them. Yeah, man. Like that's the thing. Is like there's one thing. There's one thing to to have like some fly that looks. That's the thing. Ultimately, shoes about design. I don't care what anybody say. You can say these is Versace. They cost nineteen thousand and twelve cents. Nobody cares. They look ass. They look ass. Like this is what I, it I think is. That's, yeah. And that that's been the whole trend with with Nike. Is not only. They 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 backed up the price with the damn design. Like if he's spending two hundred dollars on some shoes, them shit look them shits good. Better look you know what I'm amazing. saying? And they and, and that's why they can retro them exactly ten years later because they still look good. So exactly. like you said, like the new ones look like life alert. Hell but, you yeah, know, man! Like, Get out of here! Orthopedic ass shoes, man, and they heavy. They they just they don't go with no outfit. And I know people, the, the big thing is not matching nowadays, but yo, stop it. Let's stop it. Let's be real. Like you, if you have a pair of them on, I hope you hear this and I hope you feel bad and I hope it makes you take them off. 
They're trash. Them shoes is ugly. You you cannot tell me. And if if you bought them and you want to say anything to me about fashion, if you I might slap you. Like don't you ever talk to me about anything cuz you got those on. They look like a Destiny official 2018 water those. Water those. 100% B man, get them shits out of here. Done. Over here to say no more podcast. We don't want them. I don't give a damn if you sponsored me and gave me them shits. I'm throwing them shits in. The, I might sell them. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm gonna flip them away. <laughs> nah, I would, I would, I would cut the grass in them. You know how, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know how you had them one beat up kicks. You cut the grass in. Yo, for real, like, son. They was they got them grass stains. Once you, once you get grass stains on some shoes, it's a wrap. You like, you know what? I'm gonna use these every time I cut the grass. Yo, that's my take the trash out shoes, man. Like, yeah. for real, B. Like, when I got to work on the car type shoes, man. Like, come on, yo. Like, yo, when you when you know you got to paint the house and you got to have some shoes on, you like, yo, I got to paint. Oh, man, yo, I'm good. That's, 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 those ain't the shoes for me. You know what I mean? Like, that's, nah, man, I'm straight. I'm straight. I'm, I'm, I'm real good on those. That ain't, that ain't the move, and, and nah, I can't. Somebody got to stop it. Somebody got to put a stop to this and just say, look, it's a wrap. It's not happening. We're, we're good over here. We don't need them joints over here like that. Like, leave them shoes where they at. It is what it is. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good with those, man. But, I mean, back with the sneaker game, yeah, it's, it's a different ball game, man. So, I mean, if, if, to bring it all full circle, if Drake decides to sign with Adidas, man, Adidas might be... What it, it's gonna bring some power, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna bring some power now. The design and all of that stuff, um, from from the things that Drake has done with, or if if he if he's had any sort of input with the OVO, Jordan collabs and stuff like that. Like Drake knows who to partner with for certain things, or him and his team. Um, because I can't, I don't want to, you know, just you know say that it's it's all him. Uh, or anything like that, you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, at the end of the day, um, yeah, I think uh, I think Drake, Drake. But you know what? He never really sold shoes though. Now that I think about it, because he, don't he was really just sell selling Jordans. Yeah, he don't really sell them. And I mean, they just flipping the yeah, Jordans with a I different think color. Think about it. He wasn't necessarily selling his own shoes. He was just—they were just putting Jordans on them and giving them different colors. So, I—I I mean, I think not to say it won't be big, but it'll be interesting because then he gonna have to be dressing up all the time, or because people gonna now they gonna be judging what he's wearing because then part of fashion is like, okay, you got the shoes on, but what's on? You know, what gear you got on? So then it's kind of like that's a lot of pressure to be like, yeah, every time I'm out. You know, I gotta, I gotta, you know. So that, that that's that's gonna be interesting. Not to say you can't dress, but it's different when you got your own shoe. Cause now it's like everybody's trying to see how your whole outfit looks versus when you don't got no shoe. Nobody care what you got on, cause you just out, you know, you just out there rolling. But when you got your own shoe, that's a whole another pressure. Cause now it's like this is what I got on with my shoe. So then that, so that that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially if he decides to make that move over that way, um, I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be something that we'll hear about like when Ye was doing what he needed to do with, um, you know, when he was trying to make everything happen with Nike 
and then wind up going to Adidas or something like that. I think, um, you know, he he's not going to try to badmouth anybody in the streets. You know, he's going to keep it real, you know, professional and, and try to do whatever he needs to do to get it secured and, and, and let his team handle it. Um, but, yeah, that'll be, that'll be a real interesting thing because Adidas is starting to have a lot of power. They put out a commercial where it was like, let the creatives create type thing and i think if they're that yeah that man big. if they if they're given that type of creative control over to the players and, and and entertainers and stuff like that like i think i think it's gonna be a serious situation man it's gonna yeah, be a serious man, situation you can't you can't let your it's kind of like where apple and and samsung because apple got on this thing where they they this number one and they had no competition, really. You know what I'm saying? And then Samsung just kept, they kept staying in there. They kept promoting. They kept doing a thing. And then they stole a, a lot of customers, you know what I'm saying? Or they built their own base. Yeah. Not to say they'll overtake, just because I don't think you can overtake Apple or Nike because they, they just they just up there. Yeah. But you could literally change and and lose a lot of customers at the same time and that's the thing too with adidas and and we can go to the next topic but ultimately it's about design and you can't just win with this with the boost the easy boost and all that the in those nba players that rock adidas they got to get on some nike type classic designing so that that's the thing too is like you want to be selling um, your your NBA athlete shoes too, like some next level, like how every single Jordan was just on point. You want Harden, you want people to talk about Harden shoes, like they talked about LeBron shoes or Jordan shoes or whoever or Kobe. It has to be on that level. I, I I've seen LeBron um, Harden shoes. They they cool, but it ain't like groundbreaking. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like damn, like this. This is the one kind of, you know what I'm saying? So I think Adidas would definitely need to step up a design game in the NBA market. Because oh, yeah, if they, 100%. If they, if they get on that wave or they like, damn, these are, these are just crazy. That's how you get even more players to come over because they seem like the design is crazy. So that that's what's going to be interesting. And I think that's what they want to or need to focus on is try to out-design Nike and, and and see you know how that pans out. True indeed, true indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you want to talk about next? So Dame Dash, I don't know if you if you heard about it, but he he's been on this culture vulture wave for a while. Uh-huh. And he he released a book, but it was actual an an audio book. I heard about that. So I, I don't know if you remember the, the well if you think about Dame Dash and I think it was the Jim Jones you know on like the Harlem American Gangster intro where he's talking or even any diplomat you know song he talked on mm-hmm. well the I am Dame Dash remember that like how he was talking his shit on there. Super classic, um, super classic. Yeah, but this is this was my issue. Is I thought, and I, I don't. I've never. I ain't gonna lie. I've never heard of an audio book before. I usually, read, you know, if I'm gonna have a book, I read it. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really sure what to expect from hearing an audio book. But this 
the the way he was reading it was just like those intros, and it had like it had to like kind of like music in the back. It, it was just a weird delivery, to be honest. Like, <laughs> Word. Yeah, not because honestly, I I like to read it. it. Hopefully, there is an actual book. But he came on, I was fast forwarding it, and it was just the same, it was echoes and, and stuff, like he was performing the book, like like he would perform on songs, and Word. that kind of, yeah, man, you can download it, you know what I'm saying, it, it was on, I got it off Google Music, um, not to knock Dame, because Dame, Dame, we, you know, we, we look up to Dame and, and what he's done for hip-hop. So oh, yeah, Dame is a legend. I, I'm just saying, like, the, the for me, because I was excited to kind of hear his take on stuff. Mm-hmm. I Hopefully there's a book I could read it, because I, I would love to read it, but I, I just wasn't feeling the delivery. The delivery and, of the audio book. Yeah, just, I, I don't know, like, but that was an excellent idea. I'm not gonna, I, I think that's a, a ten out of ten idea to, to do an audio book. I just I'm I wasn't too fine of delivery, so I would say definitely check that out. And um, I know Il, the Illmatic Symphony. I, I I know you did you check that out? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I I seen a little bit of it. I was waiting so I could play the whole thing. Um, cause I, you know, I, I wanted to kind of see what it was about, but it's, it's fire. So I, mm. I was definitely, you, you definitely want to check that out. Mm. Okay. And, um, also this last thing, and then if you have anything, you know, cause we could, we definitely got another episode coming up soon. Most definitely. Um, Roxanne Shantae's got a biopic coming out. Yes, sir. And it's on Netflix. Um, and it's going to be in a couple um, theaters in LA and New York. I think that's huge. Oh, I didn't know it was gonna be on Netflix. Yeah, it's go- it's coming out. I think it's the twenty third next month. And you know, she's from the legendary Juice Crew, and this is huge for hip hop because you know, hip hop is is pop culture now. So of course, it's kind of like the the twenty year rule on. You know how they started to release the OJ documentaries on his crime stuff. It's like with hip hop, it's like 20 years later, they're starting, it's kind of like pop culture now. It's like they're starting to release a lot of, not saying hip hop's 20 years old, because not, but it's like now hip hop's huge and you're going to see a lot more stuff. So I'm excited to see that because I don't know too much about her. I want to I act like I was on top of her music you know i was more i would say mc light a little bit after roxanne shante so i would say that was probably her and latifa and jj fad those were kind of like the women or in salt and pepper so i don't want to act like i was up on roxanne but i know who she is and i know a little bit about her history but i'll be excited to see it because then if you didn't know now you know but i think that's when you dope to check out I mean, what you call it going to be in it, my man, um, Mahershala Ali, you know what I'm saying? He's uh, he's playing a role in that, you know, after his uh, Academy Award joint from uh, Moonlight, you know what I'm saying? He's, um, I can't wait oh, to check it out. that's my guy. That's my guy. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You know he used that, to rap, right? Yeah, yeah. And then he was in, um, what you call it, uh, what was that, uh, what were you talking about? Um, he was Marvel in Marvel thing on Netflix. 
Oh yeah, he's in uh, what you call it? He's in uh, Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, he killed that shit. And then oh, one last thing before I know I cut you off, but I think um, I don't know if Pharrell and Forrest Whitaker. I don't know if they're producing it or directing it, but I think they're they're two of the major names behind it. The, um, the Roxanne Shante joint. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then that's gonna be crazy. That's definitely gonna be crazy. I mean, I'm happy to see. You know, more stories being told about hip-hop, you know what I'm saying, the culture and everything else. Because I think with the more stories that are told, then we get to see more of what the culture is about and what it was about and what it should be about. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, times change or whatever, but typically right now, if you just Google hip-hop, you're, you're probably... I don't even know what you would get, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day. Now, Google itself... Um, I think this was uh, last year. They put up the uh, you know how you go to Google and you can hit play, and it'll like you know before you like search for something it'll show you like a little mini video. Um, they had I think it was August 11th, which is the uh, birthday of hip hop. Uh, see the ninth or the eleventh, but um, they had a whole thing where it was like representing the years and and all of that. Which was really, really dope. You know what I'm saying? And um, I'm, I'm happy to see so much more stuff being represented from... Unfortunately, it's not going to be on uh, Netflix anymore. But The Get Down was a good uh, insight into some of that. And some of how, you know, things were done. It's just, from what they said, The Get Down's budget was, was crazy. You know what I'm saying? It was very, very expensive to do The Get Down. Um, from what they were saying and, and, and it just they just decided to discontinue it but um i never got a chance to see the breaks which i, I still need to watch that because uh, i heard good things about that joint and it's just anything that's that's showcasing the history man like like as long as it's documented you know what i'm saying and then with these biopics to understand how important these pioneers were to the culture you know what i'm saying i think is i think is extremely important um you know, one of these days they're gonna have to do some joint on Grandmaster Flash. I I pray that they would do something on Cool Herc. I would love to know, you know, more about that man's life. He's still alive right now, man. Like so, you know, it's it's a lot of joints that I would love to see, especially with everything coming out. Like we were just speaking off air about the Tupac joint. You know, I picked up uh Tupac uh, all eyes on me. I picked it up for ten bucks for Blu-ray. You know what I'm saying from Amoeba, and I picked up Selma for like six bucks on Blu-ray. You know what I'm saying. So I'm building my little Blu-ray collection of um, some some good quality movies. You know what I'm saying, and, and just having my arsenal so that I could always like show them to my son or you know any of my unborn children or whatever, or anybody that wants to check out something. Like it's always good to have that library to where you can go. And physically grab something because you know everything is not on the streaming site nowadays. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you still gotta. I still like to be a little old school and have that physical joint. Pull it out. You know what I'm saying? Sit there, watch it, get into it, check out the commentary. You know what I'm saying? The deleted scenes and making of and all of that. That's how you learn. You know what I'm saying? That's how you learn and continue to grow with it. But I'm really happy for that to see more of this stuff coming out. Um, I look forward definitely to the Roxanne Shante joint. I've been I've been hearing that joint for a while, but yeah, man, like um, you know what I'm saying? Like it ain't nothing. Like it's, it's been a good 
it's been a good Black History Month. You know what I'm saying? Especially with Black Panther doing what it's been doing. And it's, it's still transcending. It's still doing things. It's, it's inspiring kids all over. I seen this crazy video, son, of this little boy. He was on the internet, yo. He was mad at his mom's because he's not all black. Whoa. Son, he was crying. I think his mom's is Filipino. And she was like, what's wrong? And he was like, I'm not black. She was like, yes, you are. Your daddy's black. So you have black, half Filipino. He was like, so that means I'm not all black. They're going to know that I'm not black. And I was like, he was like, I want to be all black. I was like, that's you know, are you crazy. You to try to catch a cab in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, everything is all good Yo. when you when you T'Challa going to Wakanda, my little nigga. But yo, try <laughs> try. <laughs> <laughs> Try this shit outside of Marvel Studios, nah, my G. Nah, just go drive around and, and you get pulled over sooner or later. Straight up, just <laughs> on some regular shit, right. man. You better, you better enjoy that skin that you in, my G. <laughs> I'm a Republican. Um, one of those packs. you know what I'm saying? They'll, they'll, you know, they'll let you know. Exactly, exactly. Yo, man, so you ain't got no more for today? I mean, we could go ahead and end the joint right here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, we, yeah we, got, we got another episode coming. But, word, yeah, we touched, on some, we touched on some good stuff. Straight up, straight up. Well, yo, you know what I'm saying? That's, this is Alan B. Once again, for the Say No More podcast. This has been part two of episode seven. We thank y'all for rocking with us. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be dropping this joint very you know asap so it's gonna be out there and we're gonna be right back at y'all with some more hip-hop and some more news and everything else and whatever else happens in this world definitely no more monique you know what i'm saying you ain't gonna hear that shit no more on this podcast you heard I yo yo yeah i mean unless you want to come and, and do a do an episode you know we can we talk about splitting up that 500 you know, straight up I mean anything like we that go, you, we can go write some, some some comedy bars straight up or we could just come on here you could come straight battle you know what I'm saying it is what it is look that's what we doing over here look we keeping everybody in tune and if you want to come down we giving you a platform to come talk to us Monique you know what I'm saying we'll listen to you you know what I mean because all it's going to do is blow us up at the end of the day so favor for a favor <laughs> you know what I mean yo it's Alan B it's the Say No More Podcast yo thank y'all for listening peace